dream, but not equally. Those who dream by night in the dusty recesses of their minds wake in the day to find that it was vanity. But the dreamers of the day are dangerous men, for they may act their dream with open eyes. All right, welcome back, dreamers, to another episode of Dreamers of the Day podcast. Today, we have some guests from the Blinkless NFT project. Uh, we have Brandon and Lewis. We'll have, and we have uh, Rez here again, uh, Major Tom, who's going to be uh, another guest and just talking with us today. So, without further ado, Brandon, you want to introduce yourself, and then we'll have Lewis go after that. Um, yeah, my name is uh, Brandon. I'm Digital Chemical on um, Twitter and Discord. Um, so I do the art and uh, programming behind the Blinkless project. And uh, yeah, I've been, been kind of in technology since the mid 90s, uh, spent a lot of time in Web 1 and Web 2 and, um, you know, made the move into Web 3 uh, a few months ago. And man, haven't really looked back. I think I've only checked my email a couple of times. <laughs> <laughs> For real. <laughs> <laughs> uh my name's lewis i'm known as el gallo on uh on discord and uh let's see i you know uh, digital chemical and i've been working together for a couple of years you know um i do uh content creation and uh, biz development when it comes to the blinkless um i come from a commercial real estate background so it's kind of like a, a weird kind of change of events i guess but it ended up just kind of happening that way so it's all yeah. still networking yeah yeah, yeah pretty much <laughs> very very cool uh, and then you guys might know Major Tom Arez, but go ahead and introduce yourself again, just in case anyone forgot. Yeah, yeah I'm uh, Major Tom. You know, I'm just just your guy floating around Twitter. You know, uh, <laughs> finding finding all these good projects and trying to bring some light to them. Um, yeah. These guys were great. Like I was I was cruising through, uh, you know, scrolling through my Twitter, and I think I, I came across the NFT at some point. It's a picture of it, and it brought me back to. Um, I'm going to age myself here, but like there's these things back in the day called mad balls. Oh, yeah. And one of them was just this giant eyeball. And uh, it brought me right back to that. So I had to dive right in on these guys. And it's a seriously cool project. I, uh, Thank you. Glad I came across it. Happy to, it's going to be really good to tell people about this one. Yeah, I agree. And Major Tom's being real humble. He's a great facilitator for a lot of these projects and even bringing them into the the light so people like me and then other people recognize them and then we're able to give them a platform and you know give them some shine the shine that they deserve because there's not a lot of people uh in the space that are uh genuine so i, I trust his judgment um a, a whole bunch and he finds a lot of the most genuine people in the space and finds these genuine projects and then we bring him on and talk to him so yeah, good to have you guys here, and we'll we'll talk a little bit about the the project. So, um, get the basic questions kind of out of the way and and up in the air there. Uh, what was the 
motivation behind the art? What are you guys um, and, and what are you guys trying to accomplish um, with, with this project? Yeah. Um, so, you know, we we toyed with a few projects early on in the Web3 space, those cryptocurrencies, some, you know, NFTs that we didn't end up releasing, but we're more of just sort of a like, you know, feeling it out, um, figuring out what what the game plan would be going into Web3. And, you know, I've, I've like drawn my whole life, but, you know, I've never, never been like a professional artist or anything. And we were talking to a bunch of different artists about working with them on an NFT project. And it just kind of felt, you know, off, like it didn't really, it wasn't like, this is the way we should go. And then Lewis goes, you know, dude, you draw eyeballs all the time. Um, why don't you put a body on them? <laughs> you know, and it really just kind of like started as just like, a, okay, well, we need art. So what are we going to do? And then, you know, we created these characters and started crafting the story around them. And it, and it started to feel like a lot more compelling and it just kind of flowed naturally. And we're like, okay, this is, this is the direction to go. And so, um, you know, high level here, the Blinkless are aliens. They're from another planet and they've intercepted Earth's um, radio signals. And so they, they haven't talked to anybody here. They've just, you know, kind of like how we have telescopes that monitor the skies. They've intercepted these signals and descrambled them. And they've, they've, they've seen all of our news and our social media and our text messages and all of the things that, you know, we put on the internet to sort of like have this, you know, hyperbolic sort of version of ourselves, whether it's, you know, on social media, people posting how wonderful their lives are or getting into arguments behind, you know, anonymous screen names, um, you know, the news channels that will directly contradict one another. And it's like this confusing, crazy thing that they've, that they've found and they love it. And so they start to impersonate us, but because they don't understand people, it's all just based on the signals they've received. And so it's this crazy, just like messed up society where there's like <laughs> violence in the streets and everyone's only looking out for themselves and they just say whatever's on their mind. And it's kind of like just a way to poke fun at like the worst parts of our society. Um, and hopefully in a way that kind of opens people's eyes to how shitty they are. Um, you know, like, <laughs> we all have Let's an element. Win, that's that. how we win people over, by the way. We all have some element of that. And so it's, it's fun sometimes to see yourself like displayed in a hyperbolic way that you can laugh at. Um, but it also kind of, you know, there's the subtext of, you know, we are the blink list because we, we view the media and we see social media and that's, that's how we interact with our society. And so we have this skewed view of everything as well that shapes who we are. And it kind of becomes this like self-fulfilling prophecy. So, yeah. So we basically took the story and the characters and we said, okay, well, we need a community on board. Cause that's, I mean, audience is number one in any kind of organization or business. You have to have a solid audience who's passionate about what you're doing. And so we said, well, let's do um, let's do a free mint. And let's, let's give out the IP for all, for all these characters, right? So let's give out the IP to a portion of the blink list. And we're going to take 50% of everything we make with the project and, and attach that back to the tokens. Um, and then whoever owns nice. the token at the time is able to claim that um, in ETH. So um, this gives everybody in the community real like incentive for us to succeed because it's not just about flipping your NFT. It's not just like buying in, waiting for the value to go up and, and flipping it. It's about the more you hold, the, the more the project can benefit you without having to lose your position. And mm -hmm. so, um, 
you know, given that our numbers haven't ever been huge, you know, we don't do paid promotion. We don't have a discord with 20,000 people in it. Um, you know, our whole strategy here is like to create new mechanics and new ways of minting tokens to maximize the effect that the organic audience that we've built has. And that's sort of been our, our mission, um, you know, in getting these, these NFTs out there. Ultimately, yeah, the thing's goal, weird is like, a, it's, a, it's a philosophy. Yeah. <laughs> never come the, goal, the same way. Ultimately, the goal is to, to, to create a book, uh, illustrated book and an animated series. Um, and then, you know, what we're, we're just announced a, a new mint um, last Wednesday for the Big Bang, which is we're going to be minting planets. Um, and those will that's the first phase in sort of like bringing the, the Blinkless animated universe or what you may call metaverse to, to life. Right. Um, well, let's 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 hold it up here for a second, because I think yeah. you're getting way down the road, bro. <laughs> well, that's, that's, I mean, that's the whole, that's, that's the this whole is already right? like, this is what I don't think people like even know right now is this, the big bang is going to be your third generation really. Yeah. And, yeah. uh, this, this PVM process that you guys came up with, uh, uh, passive viral minting. Um, I haven't seen anybody do anything like that before. Um, so like you, you had your first gen, right. Which was the Genesis, mm -hmm. uh, tokens. And then you went into the fully like the, the first generation was what five thousand five hundred and fifty five mints, yeah. And then that minted out um, through that that process, um, and then you came out with the fully dilated line, and that was what Gen two, which was a thousand, and that minted out in like a couple of days. I think I think that one took a little bit longer because for whatever reason gas prices went through the roof for like four or five days yeah <laughs> well it was mean, also it's also the mechanics of it too remember like you well, know right. once once you get past your circle of friends right you got to start kind of finding people to introduce yourself to 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 pass off that that nft you know and i, yeah. I right i think like how you were saying before about like you're you're growing the community. You're you're totally doing that through this process. Like, yeah. you know, to get that one, you had to send it to somebody that didn't have one. You know, like that's mm -hmm. that's a genius, man. <laughs> yeah, it is. So, I mean, it's 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 you know, minting as marketing, right? Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That was I was gonna say that was super unique because uh, Major Tom sent me one, and he's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna send you one, but my wallet's gonna repopulate with another." I was like, "What?" <laughs> I've never heard. I've never heard of anything like that before. So that, yeah, that's really cool. That's really, really, really cool. Yeah. Um, so there's like in incentives on both sides. You know, it's like I'll get a new one. You could have this one. You could pass it on to somebody else. Try to get another new one. You know, and it's very viral. <laughs> so I think mm -hmm. the, the yeah. funniest thing was like the biggest hurdle people had at the beginning was like, so wait a minute. So if I send it to somebody, I'm going to get one back. And then and like, yeah, that's what you, this was going to happen. They're like, when am I going to get it back? Like, immediately, you're going to get it back. <laughs> what do you mean immediately? You have to show proof. Send one and <laughs> you're going to get it right back. They're like, but how does that work? I'm like, I'm telling you exactly how it works. I just told <laughs> it, you, right? <laughs> like, it was like this, this whole thing for like the first couple of days. And then once people got it, they were like, yeah. Oh, oh my God. And then people started gaming it, which was awesome because yeah, we expected filthy. that, of course, you know? And filthy. so it was like, so there was all kinds of cool things that people started to do and all these kind of like organic transactions that began to happen. And I keep harping on this, but on the first, you know, the first generation, the first Genesis collection, you know, people started trading openly on our discord, you know, there, there started to be communication between people. And then like, you know, it, it was it was pretty awesome to see that. And that kind of just organically sprang forward from it. So, yeah, the Discord is very healthy, man. I mean, you got, you got some great mods in there. There's oh, games yeah. going all the time. You know, constant communication going. Positive, too. Very positive. 
Yeah. Yeah. We haven't had to really do much moderation. I mean, there's the occasional spam bot that comes in and makes it through. And, um, but I don't think we've actually had to like ban any real people. No. Um, or like anything like that. Everybody, everybody keeps it pretty chill. And that's, you know, part of that is because it's organic, right? It's people yep. inviting their friends in and stuff. When, when you run paid promo and you just bring in the whole world in and, you know, everybody's like wind moon and doesn't know anybody else in there. Um, it's, it's, you know, it's less personal, yeah, um, the right. whole experiences. So it's also um, dangerous for projects, man. I mean, like when you start allowing, you know, that narrative to get on because these impatient people aren't allowing a project to like develop itself, you know what I'm saying? Cause really, you know, you don't start to develop as a project until you have an audience and you, and you mm -hmm. get out there, you know? And so it's like, when you start having these opposing forces who are just trying to force a situation unnaturally, you see a lot of these projects just kind of fall off. You know, and so a lot of the things that we looked at when we were jumping into the space is like, you know, how do we hedge against these issues, you know, of, of people just kind of like taking over these projects from the audience perspective and, you know, and trying to flip it and looking solely for the short term. How do we avoid that? But then at the same time, like we still need those people, right? Because in order to have a healthy market, people have to buy and sell, right? It, it can't, it can't, you know, one side in holding this, that, that doesn't make a real good solid market. So that's, that's where a lot of the mechanics came from, you know, and then of course, Dig, you know, he's, he's on the tech side and he started designing his strategies around how he was going to do, you know, the passive viral minting. And it just, it just did well. It did really, really well. It was, so. yeah. My favorite part about the whole thing was in the first mint, we flipped the kill switch at 2,500. So we had over oh, half man. the mint was PVM only. Yeah. Like right when and we're trending and everything. And it just like thousands of people just hit a brick wall. Oh. And, you know, it's. On one hand, it was it was kind of sad because it's like I don't I don't want to like not take advantage of the fact that we're trending, but at the same yeah, time, right. it put all the power in the hands of the holders who were getting those PVMs who could sell them to other people on the market and get it replaced still. Yeah, because yeah, that was like and the went number messages. one, right? On yeah, oh yeah, tools, was it? Yeah, for a while we were we were trending for like I think like five six hours or something. We like were that. number so one on IC tools with a zero dollar floor, and everybody's yeah. right? coming in and going, <laughs> "What the Boom. fuck is happening?" <laughs> All over. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> it was great. Freaking great. Yeah. Yeah, man. And people and, and when we hit that, well, we didn't hit it. The kill switch was just built into the contract. When that when that thing flipped on, man, the 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 hate that we got, you know, that people <laughs> for people like 30 were minutes. So mad. Okay. Like, but then they but then, so but then like once 400 people realized, came into the Discord and then immediately left because they realized that the minting which the minting page was shut down. But right. Um, right. but we still it only took like three or four hours after that to mint out the second half of the collection. Mm. Wow. Yeah, it was quick. Yeah. Yeah. That's, so it's, it's, you know, it's interesting. It's the power of what everybody in the community can do though. Like it's, and then that's what we wanted to prove really with the, with the second man with fully dilated was dude, we're not going to have a public mint. There's not going to be a whitelist. We're not even going to tell anybody about this ahead of time. Yeah. yeah. It was, we announced it as it launched. Like, yeah, we did a rumble, now. you know? <laughs> yeah. We gave five tokens away at a rumble and just, and let it yeah. go. And then, you know, seven days later, it was a thousand. Yeah. Wow. Um, just from people talking. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just from the community spreading the word, man. That's exactly mm -hmm. what you want. That organic growth like that. Well, you know what's And, and then again, the same thing from the previous collection where people were kind of trading and talking to each other, man, you have people sending each other, you know, gas fees just to send it to, and people were like trusting each other, you know, in such a way that I, I, I find that it's, it's very, specific to our discord like the, it's the people in our discord are, are i don't know it was just interesting to watch from afar how these guys are just all trusting each other and helping each other out and everybody's collecting and 
nobody knows each other really, you know? Yeah. So it's, well, it's a, a community, you know, building yeah. that community and that trust amongst each other. Yeah. So. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Yeah. And, and that was, I was going to say, um, after I asked you guys the initial question, my, my other one was going to be what kind of sets you apart. Um, but that's really it, isn't it? That's like, or as they say in England, in it, um, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, that is, that's, that's what sets you apart. It's like you, you have these cool mechanics uh, that you put into place and then you, you know, you did this mint without trying to get like VC backing. A lot of people are trying to be bored ape too, you know, yeah. everyone's trying to get like this weird, um, crazy, I won't even say viral. I'll just say inorganic. That's the right word. They're trying to get this crazy, like inorganic growth and, uh, like, get to a 20 ETH floor or something. And then they feel like that brings some prestige or whatever to the project, but you guys are really proud of the mechanics you put in. So I think that's what brings you well, know, I think prestige to you guys. That's cool. I think that's a good spot to uh, talk about. Um, it, it meshes together well with the American tens partnership, right? Um, yeah. I saw that. that. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. So we, um, we announced a partnership a few weeks ago with uh, an up and coming sports league, the American tens. They're basically bringing tens rugby to the United States. So you think like, you know, major league soccer 10 years ago, um, their first season is going to be uh, next year. And they're using web three as like a big pillar in, in how they're, you know, creating their league and, and the, the types of promotions they're going to be doing. And then, you know, um, different sorts of opportunities for tokenizing different aspects of the league. You know, what excites me about it, A, the Blinkless are horrible, uh, just like regular people. Like they basically, they basically treat other people in the line at Starbucks like rugby players treat each other, right? <laughs> so if they were going to play a sport, rugby would be the one, I think. Um, so, there, you know, there's that aspect of how it, how it aligns with our story. But what in the real world, what excites me is to see, uh, you know, in real life organizations starting to implement Web3 into the core of their strategy, right? To say, mm -hmm. um, because, because like if, if, if we want people to adopt cryptocurrency, right? If we want people to adopt the blockchain, it's never going to happen with them knowing about it, right? Um, most people in the world yeah, don't want to touch anything called cryptocurrency because it scares them. They don't understand it. But when it's something like a season pass to a sports league or something, right? Or to a team's games, right? That's something that they can understand. And the underlying technology doesn't really matter. Like how many people before all this stuff with Russia and Ukraine, how many people in America even knew about the SWIFT network? You right. know, not right. many, mm -hmm. but we all use it. And I think blockchain is going to be the same way. And so when we have organizations in real life that put this into like layman terms of like, hey, just scan this card. It's not that it's an NFT. It's not that it's on the blockchain. It's like, this is how you get access with this card with a pretty logo on it. You know, and I think that's how we're going to see mass adoption. So being able to sort of tie ourselves in with, a, with an organization that's pushing forward in that regard, um, that gets me really excited for the future and like, you know, the opportunities for the Blinkless as well. Yeah, Definitely. It's awesome. Did you have another yeah. question? Major Tom, do you want to ask him anything? <clears throat> um, no, I was just saying like adoption is the way to go. Like that's, that's just uh, that, that organic, uh, cause that was, that came from straight from the discord, you know, that was like a member in there, right. Or, uh, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but that was a member in there, you know, got on board and, you know, 
like you're saying, they believed in, in this Web3 and all of that, and it just came together. And now you'll have, you know, that representation of both worlds together. Mm-hmm. You know, and the more that happens, the more more use case, the more adoption that crypto gets, you know, yeah. that's where we see the real growth. Mm-hmm. So let, let me ask you guys this. Um, were you both into cryptocurrency before or were you... Uh, just jumping into the Web3 space and seeing how the Web3 space was growing and the communities that were being built and wanted to do that? Yeah, I, I've been around crypto since like 2012. Okay. Um, and haven't been a builder in the space since then. You know, I was, uh, you know, buyer, trader, holder. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, so, you know, I've, I've seen the market and, you know, I've seen the the ebbs and flows and all of that. And you know, the, the big thing that I've taken away from all of that is that price doesn't matter on any of this, right? Mm-hmm. All we're all doing right now is assuming our positions. We're getting ready because mm-hmm. when the world adopts this stuff, it's not going to matter how much Bitcoin costs or how much Ethereum costs or whether or not Solana's, you know, doing this or that. What's going to matter is that we're all here and we're holding what we're holding because it's going to explode when we have mainstream adoption. And that's when the price matters. Right. And until then, it's just kind of it's going to be all over the damn place and you can't predict it. You know, it's like the long term strategies tend to tend to be the best strategies in this in this arena, you know? Yeah. Um, Yeah. It's just way, way early yet in all of this. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I agree, especially with what's going on with the markets right now. You're you're not wrong. Anyone who's playing the short term game uh, probably got screwed. Yeah. Um, yeah. Hard. Yeah. Hard. And it'll happen again over yeah. and over. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Over and over. Exactly. That's yep. uh that's almost certain. And so in and the thing is, because the like in, in crypto, I mean in, in NFTs is even a microcosm of that, right? But in mm-hmm. crypto, there's really not that many people. You know, when you compare it to something like the stock market or you know, um, you know, uh, global economies, like I mean, what there's like 40 million wallets in the United States or yeah. associated with people in the US, approximately, whatever. Um that's like, and then and a lot of people have many, you know, I probably that's got what 15, I was thinking, 15, yeah. 20 wallets, do. Yep. you mm-hmm. know? Um, and so that's like, that's like maybe what a couple million people mm-hmm. out of 300 million that are, that are in this. So Long the volatility isn't surprising at all because like one person can, can move markets if they hold enough, you know, mm-hmm. way easier than you can at scale. Yeah, that's, that's true for sure. I, and like you were saying, like one person I have, I don't even know how many wallets I have, dude. It's it's probably like 10, 10 wallets. Oh, it's so, like huh. gross. It's way more than I have bank accounts. Yeah, ex- exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So yeah, we're, we're, I know people say it all the time on Twitter, but we're so early. It's like, it, it's so early, man. It, yeah. And it's, it's a, such a budding um, industry and there's so many, there's going to be so many use cases. Um, I was just talking to, um, Alex, uh, from, um, verge and then block blockchain note, but we were talking about how there's not going to be like one chain that ends all chains, like Bitcoin maxis, ETH maxis, whatever. There's always going to be, um, the coins, there's always going to be chains around. So it's like, there's always going to be opportunities for people to jump on and, and, and get wealth and, um, you know, do something or build something in this space that is going to stand the test of time. So, uh, yeah, I, I appreciate it. And I appreciate that we're so early. So it's really, really cool. And, that, and that's healthy too, to, to constantly yeah. be growing, you know, uh, that's just how things work. 
you know i mean yeah. you're not driving this a model t car these days you know <laughs> you know things things move along and grow things and disappear and they they and new things come and emerge you know exactly. and how many people yeah. actually had a model t exactly yeah not many right by percentage right. you know mm. yeah that's that's so true yeah it's like you know people ford was ford was the guy to do it awesome model t great that's you know fine and he's continued or his brand i should say has continued to grow in scale but like is anybody saying wow look at this hot new ford coming out you know it's like no people don't care that much cars are a scam they're never <laughs> going to replace horses <laughs> <laughs> right that's it's so funny like that's yeah that's where we are now it's hilarious exactly. you just paid for a hunk of metal yeah <laughs> i have my horse okay i need to feed my horse and that's it what are you gonna you're fueling up gas where are you gonna do that a gas really? station oh you have gas stations now okay uh, <laughs> yeah, there's so many industries like that man it's like the real estate industry the real estate industry is like that right now the 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 use for realtors is almost obsolete in certain aspects of the real estate market now interesting you know? so it's like the, the, it's just the way things change you know and tech and tech is what's is is driving everything you know mm -hmm. and and that's uh, it's like so it's coming from a real estate background that's the one thing i think that it it drove me into the tech space is because i realized like you know i'm hustling this thing and these tech companies are coming in, right? And they're investing billions of dollars, you know, into all of these platforms that are going to be doing, you know, residential sales and whatever, mortgages and leases and this and that. And they're going to, and they're basically taking the place of a realtor. How am I going to fight against those guys? You know what oh, I'm saying? Oh, dude, in the, you know? in the past 20 years, I've programmed so many people out of jobs. Yeah. Mm. You know, yeah, just work, working for corporations and they're like, hey, we need something that's more efficient, build some software. And then like, you know, a bunch of people get laid off because they don't need yep. them anymore. Yeah. 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 When I used to work um, at a healthcare company uh, in Chicago, they did that with a whole department. It was like, like, um, like a filing, whatever department. And um, then they got Epic and it was over. It was like, yeah, Epic file. It keeps every file like exactly where it needs to be. It was just like, it was over. And there was, I think it was like 300 people that got, laid off at that time so yeah tech is it is the, like lewis said it's the, it's the future it's gonna you, people are gonna be um obsolete in a lot of a lot of things i uh, in vermont i went to a mcdonald's and that was the first place i had seen um a like automated mcdonald's like order like system yeah i was like what is this it's like there's i don't have to talk to a cashier <laughs> it was kind of cool i'm not gonna lie because the minimum wage is high here mm. <laughs> so, <laughs> i'm a robot <laughs> to have computers yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> not enough for a robot yeah no health care on that bad boy yeah yeah, <laughs> oh. yeah. so i think yeah. that's I think that speaks a lot to, to humans in general, though, like uh, like yeah. we we don't really evolve. You know, we evolve through tech now. You know, that's that's just how we overcome our new obstacles. You know, we're not going to grow an extra arm. We're going to build one. You know, yeah. like it's it's just Back how we up. are. So we'll make we'll, we'll make things obsolete and we'll replace them. And, you know, it's going to suck for some people and i guess it'll be all right for others but who knows listen there's, there's a whole bunch of wealthy people planning on like getting off of the earth for whatever the hell reason right <laughs> yeah so, right. they're like they've been making plans for years so we should heed their warning you know yeah, yeah. well they're trying to be blinkless that's, that's what it is they're trying to be the blinkless <laughs> 
full <laughs> circle. Go visit New Corium, man. There we go. <laughs> oh, that'd be in for a surprise. Yeah, don't get shot up. walking off the spaceship. You know? <laughs> <laughs> right? Get that golden axe to the head, right? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> this planet is beautiful. Bang, bang. <laughs> End of story. It's just the one bang, the kill shot. That's, that's oh yeah. It, you know? <laughs> that might be a, that might be a good scene uh, for the for the end of the book or something. Yeah, like, uh, they, they explode when, all the, come when down. all the oligarchs from Earth finally show up to New Cornea. <laughs> yeah. Yep, that'd be awesome. That'd be hilarious. So let's. let's let, I kind of cut you off earlier. Now I really want to get back into this Big Bang thing, though. Um, sure. Your your third generation. Uh, Tell us about it. Let's let's hear it. I'm excited. Big Bang. I'm excited about Big Bang. It's the biggest collection that we've done. We've got right now. I'm still building out the traits right now, but right. I counted last night and we were over 600 traits. Wow. Um, And we're building totally new mechanics. Um, I've run several thousand simulations on this so far, um, but it's not going to be a PVM mint. It is our first paid mint. and if you hold a blinkless Genesis or blinkless fully dilated, you can get on the list to get a steeply, steeply discounted mint. So our goal with this is to, as before, um, give our holders the most benefit, give the earliest people the most benefit in the collection. And, uh, and, and the mechanics that we're building, we're actually modeling off after the stages of the big bang, um, the actual one. And, um, so yeah, the idea is basically this is going to be an event, you know, it's going to start and we're going to make a lot of noise with it. Mm-hmm. Um, but the, but the actual collection itself, you know, aside from the minting mechanics, the actual collection itself is, uh, you know, all the planets from the, the blinkless animated universe. So new Cornea is going to be in there. Um, nice. you know, and we're gonna have a questions. lot of other planets. <laughs> Do what? That was one of my questions. Was New Cornea going to be in there? Yeah, New Cornea is going to be in there. I think we're going to mint New Cornea to the team wallet, though, because, um, you, you know, ultimately we, we want to be able to split these out into parcels. So each planet that you mint is going to be assigned a certain number of parcels that it's good for. Yeah. And, um, and when you split those out, you know, they're each going to have their own unique traits. So it's like, say, for instance, your planet has certain resources available to it. The different parcels will have certain resources on some not on others, things like that. Um, but you'll be able, those will be individual NFTs then that since you own the planet, you will be able to sell the real estate on the planet. Um, oh, that's cool. This is getting so, deep, bro. Yeah. So, you know, the, the idea being, you know, we could see it in the future where, you know, we're, say we're actually able to pull all of this off, you know, exactly how we want to. Um, you know, projects don't have to just buy a plot of land. You know, like we can have projects that have entire solar systems that their communities all own a piece of the land there and they can exist and get in their spaceships and fly in between planets and stuff like that. Um, It's crazy. I think it, yeah, I think it could be really cool because it's not, it's not just like a metaverse. Like I feel weird calling it a metaverse because it's like, we want it to be like watching a cartoon, right? Like you watch Futurama, but it's immersive and interactive and, Mm -hmm. you know, you can have ownership in that. Um, so that's, I mean, that's ultimately like where we want to go with it. So this is the first stage of that. This is like reserving the planets. And if you're here, if you're a blinkless holder, you're, you know, you're going to be able to reserve the most planets. Um, and which means ultimately you'll have the most plots of land that you can decide what to do with. Um, so we've also got a couple of other things, you know, um, kind of like uh, attached to the planets that we plan on doing in the interim um, that I think will be cool. But uh but yeah, that's sort of the long-term vision and, and, you know, 
getting a planet now um, really sets you up for, for a lot of cool stuff in the future. So uh, even just having one will, 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 will go really far. Yeah. I mean, the big bang was the beginning, right? So you guys mm -hmm. got a lot in store uh, um, going forward. It sounds like, so there's a, a lot of life um, ready to, ready to be brought. To yeah. I mean, three, you, know? you know, if, if the blinkless project was a clock, I would say we're creeping up on number one. Nice. Wow. Right. Nice. So we have a lot of stuff we want to do. And I know, you know, people look at the floor. I mean, we've, with the, the discord, we only opened the discord eight weeks ago, mm -hmm. you know? And so when people look at the floor and they're like, Hey, this is really cheap. Yeah. Get in because it's not going to stay there. Um, yep. We, we have big plans to, to drive this whole project forward because so far we haven't made any money off of this. Yeah. We want to fund the book. We want to fund the animated series. We want to fund the, the blinkless universe. And that's not going to happen off the back of secondary. And we know that. And so mm. we're going to go get it um, is the plan. Yeah. And so that's going to benefit everybody. You know, um, Genesis holders, obviously, will get the licensing fees for the IP that they own. Um, and, you know, that can drive the whole ecosystem, sort of the rising tide lifts all boats. I said that a lot. Like um, when we do run back into a bull market, we're going to be prepared with a lot of opportunities for people to come and participate in the blink list. Mm. yeah I like it man i like it yeah i was gonna say and that's that's smart to prepare now especially um especially now keeping keeping your head down and building while the the market bleeds and then you know people who are just in it for whatever selfish reasons you know a quick buck whatever they weren't actually going to build anything then when they're gone that's like that's the perfect opportunity because when people do start coming back into the markets and we're looking for those projects that were stable during the, the bear trends, you guys are going to be one of the ones they find. And then there'll be stability and security there, which is nice. And that, that can't be said for, you know, everyone in the market, especially not right now. It seems yeah. like there's a lot of random garbage stuff popping in <laughs> lately. That's so. always it, man. Yeah. Like time is the true test, you know, like who's going to be here in the end. And, and it's, it's the builders, dude. I say it yep. all the time. It's the builders. It's the people that are doing this because they have something they want to build. And it's not, uh, it's not about the money or the quick flips. It's, I have something I want to give to the world. You know, I think this could be really cool. And mm -hmm. they're driven by that passion and they're the ones that are going to make it, man. It's not going to yeah. be these, you know, you know, pop-up shops. Yeah. No, and you know what else? It's also it's also the community as well, right? And yeah. like part of part of the way that we we put this project together is so you know, Dig and I come from this e-commerce background, web two. And one of the things that we, you know, we we struggled with in some of our previous businesses that we've done is always building an audience. And how can we get an audience to really be involved with us in such a way that they they want to be? You know, not just from a product perspective, but just like really, truly feeling a part of something and we want them there to be, what can we give to them? And so when we created the Genesis collection and we did a, a zero mint, you know, we were, we were telling everybody whether they got it or not, that look, our commitment to you is that we are going to give you this giant piece of our franchise, which a lot of people choose not to do, but we want to do because we believe in having a community so much that we yeah. need you to be involved and that every move we make is going to be dependent upon the fact that all of us are moving together because our mm -hmm. strength is in our community. Our strength is in the people that we can take to projects, you know, and that, and, and that's ultimately the goal the, the planets and everything, they're all, every, everything is going to be connected to each other. Everything has been well thought out, um, you know, and, and there's, there's, there's a lot of, we're, we're trying to see things in the future and be prepared for the way things can turn right or left, depending on the market. 
And we're doing that with this one. Yeah, I mean, 50, 50% back to the holders. Like, that's amazing, dude. I, On the Genesis? I yeah. 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 I haven't heard that ever. And uh, yeah. <laughs> is it though? Like, is it amazing? Because like, yeah. for me, you've seen everybody yeah. hustle. <laughs> right. This isn't yeah. a free 50%. These guys have well, been busting. You all have been busting. Well, right. That's the thing. Yeah. But like uh, for me, like, okay, you're going to give me 50% back. I have way more incentive to put that right back in, you know, like. Exactly. Uh, what you pay for. Yeah. I mean, I didn't pay nothing, you know. No, I'm, I'm saying like as a project, we get and, what we paid for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Well, also I mean, think about this. Amazing. I mean, think about, think about marketing budgets, right? Think about like, you know, um, I mean, all the, all the stuff that goes with your normal kind of advertising a product, you know, influencer marketing and all that kind of stuff, you know, what's it worth to a business to have a community strong enough that the word of that community can set off a firestorm for your product? You know, what's, what's the value in that? And what would we pay as a business? Would we pay 50% of our business to have a community rocket for us so that when we come out with projects, we have an army behind us? Hell yeah, because you know what? In the end, to make a business successful, you're going to pay 50% of your project away anyway. You know what I'm saying? So why not give it to the people that can make the most of it? I think that's going to be, that's a huge thing going to like going down the line when VC starts getting way more into this and you start having, you know, like whatever Adult Swim and everybody buying into all of these things. Having that prepackaged community is huge, you Mm -hmm. know? So it's, it's a huge selling point right there on its own. Having, having, the, all that built-in marketing right there at your yeah. disposal. Yeah. And, and for sure, I, I see a lot of uh, uh, speaking like a, a to adult swim and, and uh, making com like shows and things like that. Um, m- when I talked to Ryko and Joe on my first episode of the show from roads to Rome, they, they have a, an NFT project too, that, you know, fuels the show and they give, their community, uh, the ability to, you know, voice characters and write characters. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, yeah. And animate them. And it's like, it's perfect that it shows how tight knit their community is. And that's been successful. <laughs> you know, that's a really like successful model. Um, and they're able to bring people in these communities and have these communities like feel like they're really a part of it so well that's it right that's yeah I mean, you, you make them feel part of it because they are yeah exactly <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. exactly it. it yeah, yeah. there and there's very few like there's very few projects honestly that I, I can say like i can i can honestly count them on one hand that are that are doing that you know that that people aren't always talking about the floor and and stuff like that so it's cool that you guys are that you're thinking like that, you know, you, you thought about ways to engage the community. And then not only are you engaging the community, but you're giving back to the community with, with your project. So you bring them in and you're taking them with you. So your success is their success and vice versa. So that's, that's really, really cool. You know, uh, so not, not to sound hokey, but like, you know, you got Gary V right. And a, yeah. lot, of, a lot of people in these spaces listen to Gary V and, and, and I, I started watching Gary V and I got very motivated about it, but what, what's the one thing the guy says, most over anything else. And really, this is something that we took to heart is that you give and give and give and give and give. And what ends up happening when you give and give and give and give is that you create this space to receive, you mm-hmm. know, and then, and then the community reacts and then the market reacts and then your product starts to take off. That's kind of what we're trying to do. We're hoping to do, 
you know, I, I think we're, we're successful at it. Obviously we, you know, we want to get some money back into the project. So that's, you know, one of the reasons we're doing this mint also um, because ultimately for us, the, the, the mechanics, all this stuff is fantastic, but we, we really want the, the, the animated series and the franchise to thrive. I mean, that's, yeah. that's a, a big thing for us ultimately, you know, but, you know, giving people the ability to actually be involved, make money, you know what I'm saying? Be a part of something, you know, have an experience with it. It's, it, it makes it even better. So yeah. well, I think, I think we're going to see too, like with the, with the projects out there that are, you know, kind of trash or, you know, the rug pulls and all of that stuff, you know, when web two started, like it was the same way. Like you could just, you could put any kind of code down that had a registration and login form, walk into a VC's office and be like, give me $15 million. And they would, <laughs> right. Um, that changed a lot though, as people started to expect more and, and where web two eventually got was that you're not even selling a product anymore. You're selling customer ser- service. You're selling your customer support right. because mm-hmm. customer support became the number one driving differentiator between different products that offered the same value proposition. Right. Yeah. And, and if you didn't have good customer support and you don't have good customer support in web two, now you're dead in the yeah. water. Like nobody wants to touch you. You get a horrible reputation and you're gone. You know, unless you're backed by some behemoth like Google, you know, that could, could you know, let you get away with it because of name recognition. Um, and we're going to see the same thing like in the NFT space, man. People get rugged enough times. People get in projects where the founders don't care and don't have their backs. Like they're going to start to expect more when they see projects that do. And uh, yeah. and they're going to not get into, you know, like the thing with the Zuki, right? And everybody's like, oh, now I only deal with doxed projects. Right. Mm-hmm. I won't even get into a project that the founders aren't docs. Then it's like, I understand that because, you know, you're spending if even if it's cheap, you're still spending your time and energy, you know, in that project. Right. The space is like moves a million miles an hour. Every second counts. Every place that you divert your attention counts. And so you've got to make sure that that's going into places that, you know, you're you're well invested in, like that you're, you're making the right move. Um, so I think, you know, we're just again, we're so early that right now people's expectations are low. The bar is very, very low in the yeah. NFT space. Yeah. <laughs> and so people true. take advantage of that all the time. I mean, how many like derivatives of okay bears have launched in the past week? Oh Jesus, my God. Right. <laughs> yeah. Like, and there's oh, not a single yeah. one of those as a serious project. Like let's yeah. be real. You know? I, I was, <laughs> it's funny that you mentioned that. Cause I think there's an okay baby bears. I'm not sure if it's up or something like it was something like, Oh, maybe baby. Okay. bears. something, whatever. doesn't matter. Uh, I was looking at OpenSea and it's on the top like 10, top 20 page. I'm like, what is this? Yeah. What is this? And I, I, I was looking at the trades. I'm like, oh, somebody just minted or the creator just made a bunch of these and he's just dumping them essentially. Because it was I looked at it. I kid you not. It was like 0.03 ETH or something like that. And then I was like, maybe I should get it. And then I could just get in a hype and just dump this garbage because it's not going to be good. And then I looked back an hour later, it was already like 0. 0.025, 0. 0.02. I was like, okay, this is, this is like, it's an obvious rug, you know, it's obvious rug and it was mm-hmm. obviously not going anywhere, but that's, it's true. That's the state. Like, and it's, it's sad that I'm thinking to myself, like, man, do I get in on this before it fully dumps and then like sell it and see if I can like flip it for, it's like, you know, to be a hundred percent fair to everyone in the space, like that's not. How you're we gonna feel dirty. Thinking. Yeah, yeah. 
It's not how, and, and just so everyone knows, I did not buy baby arcade <laughs> bears and try and flip it. It did not happen. My conscience won. Okay. It, it won. But um, it, it's just funny, like that that's where we're at. You know what I mean? Like you, there's a successful project. Somebody jumps in and does a garbage derivative and then they put it on open sea. They like blast it out, maybe get under their comments and then get people to buy it and then just dump everything. And then the founder's gone. He's made millions of dollars and he never needs to be seen again. But more likely than not, he'll probably do another project and do the same thing. And it's crazy. It's crazy. And even doxing sometimes isn't enough. So like you said, we're early. And eventually, I believe that a lot of those behaviors will be met with so much like some sort of disciplinary action or something that it, they it will be more like a non-factor. Are we going to get there anytime soon? I don't know, but it's, I feel like that should be coming. I think but, it'll be a meme eventually because like, you know, this is, I kind of draw the parallel to, I remember in 1994, I got an email one day from a Nigerian prince. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? yeah. And I was like, damn, this guy needs help. I'm going to get rich. <laughs> right. right. But it's like, you know, after 10, 15 years, like it's, it's, it, people laugh. Like I just, I just say this and you guys know exactly what I'm talking about, Yeah, you know, and, and nobody would touch that email at all if they got it today, you know? Yeah. yeah. Um, and I think it'll eventually be like that. It's just right now the consumers in the space are not really savvy as far as like auditing their projects, you know, with our first contract, I littered it with profanity and weed references just to see if anybody <laughs> looked at the code. No, nobody said anything. Nobody said really? a damn thing. Even to this day, nobody has said a thing about that. Wow. <laughs> right. Oh That's a God. problem, right? Because the blockchain is, is code driven. And when you're dealing in cryptocurrency, and you're dealing with NFTs, you have to know, like, is this making an external call to an unpublished contract that could wipe my wallet out? Yeah. Wow. You know? Yeah. You have to be able to know that. And if you don't know that, then you can't really make the good calls. Yeah. That's so true. That's so true. I, I think um, I had a conversation with some others about that kind of same thing, like uh, awareness. You know, uh, that's actually a good question for you guys, um, for both of you, actually everyone, if you guys want to answer. Well, how do you think we we do that? How do you think we raise awareness in the meantime before like more stricture and like rules or laws, whatever you want to say gets put in. How do you think we create awareness? Like your project is great. You know, I can already see what you guys are doing. You've did it. You've done it for free. And now you're working toward having everyone have success. But how do you make sure the consumer knows when they're not buying into a project or not getting into a project like yours that they're not going to get rugged? I think, I think there's two things that could really help with that. I think one, if everyone just sort of assumed this rule of thumb that my trust has to be earned, right? I should yeah. never trust a project, never trust founders until they've earned it. Because just like respect, trust is something you can't just have from the beginning. Like you have to have a track record that proves this to people. And that's something that, that, that project founders can, can do is like come up with ways to prove that you can trust us, that we have your best intentions in mind. Um, the other thing I'd really like to see is sort of, uh, and I'm going to use this, the bad word here, centralized um, organization that audits projects. And I know that can be abused um, because there can be biases there, yeah. but with a protocol in place that, you know, you basically have a checklist of do these guys do this or this or this, you know, it's like the, mm -hmm. what's the fact checking Snopes fact checking website or whatever. 
And, you know, people have their own opinions of that one way or another. But the fact of the matter is I can go there and I can learn about an issue yeah. um, and I can see, you know, references to things that would back up or not back up but that claim. I think having something with a project like, you know, these guys are doxxed. This is how many mints they've done. This is how many unique holders they yeah. have. And ultimately, like we score them, you know, in this way. Uh, with some sort of trust score, you know, maybe they've done other projects in the past that went successfully or that shut down. And like all of that can be factored in the overall trust score to let people just have like a single metric they can attach to. Uh, I think that would go really far. And I, I don't know if there's anything like that out there. Um, if, if there is, I would like to know, but <laughs> yeah, I would too. I, I don't think, I don't think there is the closest I have, the closest I have to, or I think most of us in the NFT space have to um, finding out who's like doing how many mints or scams is Zach XBT. I think that's about as, as much as we have. He's like, you know, he exposes all the frauds and that's for everyone on Twitter to see. And if there is a fraud that's starting a project or even if, you know, it, it's somebody who could be potentially sketchy, he like will do a whole thread about him. So mm -hmm. as far as I know, he's the closest thing we got. And not everybody knows about him as a resource, but it would be nice to have like, an agency, like you said, I know people don't like centralization. It, you know, it is what it is, but there's got to be some sort of, eventually there's got to be some sort of body that, you know, has to have interest in mind for other people. You know, not, we're not talking about Gary Ginsler listeners. So we're not <laughs> talking about the SEC, but like, I, I, I do agree. I think there should be some sort of checklist or, or something. Well, like if you had ratings. a website. Yeah, right? Exactly. Um, just a website that you could go to blog would even do, you know, Hey, there's, you know, we've got a team of people who are researching progress projects around the clock and, you know, yeah. letting you know if they're bullshit or not. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be cool. Yeah. I wonder if somebody has pitched that to, to Zach, maybe we could uh, get under one of his posts and then pitch that and see if he has a, like put, can put a website together or something. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. But I think that would help a lot just because people don't read, man. Like we put out our minting guides uh -huh. and they're long and people still go like, wait, so how does this work? Yeah. And, and, and I get it. Like, I don't like to read stuff either, you know? Um, and it's, and it's hard, like, especially when you're reading code, like I try to like in our contracts, I like fill them with comments in plain English that let you know every single line of code and what it's doing. Right. That's wow. because I want people who can't code to be able to understand what we're doing, why we're doing it and how it works. Most of these, most of these contracts don't have any comments in them at all. And, uh, and it's really hard to tell what's going on. So especially since we introduced like different mechanics that you may not be familiar with already, like it's, it's extra important that mm -hmm. people don't go, well, what's this weird block of code here? What's it doing? You know, like, no, we want you to trust that it's all out there. It's transparent. Um, but that's, that's I mean, awesome. that's, you know, founders have to do that. That has to start there, you know? Yeah. But the and, audience also has to expect more. And then it goes back to uh, mm -hmm. did your original point, you know, that your trust has to be earned, you know, and trust only can be earned through transparency and, exactly. and just having a, a, a open communication with whoever it is that your audience is, you know. And so I, I think that's as, as far as like protecting, you know, the, the market itself, it's the more you can educate yourself. I mean, Didge gets asked by a a bunch of our discord members constantly to look at contracts that are, you know, that they're trying to get into it, you know, as opinion to see if they see anything funky, you know, and, and, you know, I think it's, I think people are starting now, especially what happened with everything the last couple of weeks. I think people are starting to just have a lot more, more scrutiny, you know, like us, we just doxed, right. We doxed ourselves not too long ago. And the funny thing is that like, you know, people make a big deal about doxing. We put it up. No one said shit. 
You know, it was like, okay, you know, <laughs> they like, didn't care. It. Nobody cares. They're like, all right, nobody cares. You know, it's there now. The people are, that who, do care, you know, it's there for them. Exactly. Right. We is who we is. You know, we don't, we don't have anything to hide. We, <laughs> dude, we, 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 you know, the thing is weird too, because like we started this anonymously because like we didn't want to like, you know, it's all about weed and violence <laughs> and aliens and shit. And like, we didn't want that to be out there really in our professional circles at first. Um, especially if the project like totally flopped and nobody minted anything. Um, so, you know, we kind of just started anonymous, but I mean, dude, in web two, we always had our faces on the team page. Yeah. Yeah. You know, never thought twice about it because it's a requirement, you know? Yeah. And and it'll be here too, you know, soon enough. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. So, um, what was I going to say? Anyway, forget that point. I think, (laughs) no worries. (laughs) <laughs> I think um, you guys have it sounds like you have a pretty good grasp on, you know, the space. Uh, I do want to ask, uh, how did you like come across joining this? Like what what interested you in, in cryptocurrency and, and Web3? Because you, you mentioned before that, you know, in Vermont and I, I've been there that you know there's not a lot of like corporations and things like that was it just your journey on on learning to code that you ended up jumping into cryptocurrency or or how did you like originally find out about it yeah i mean so i started coding in 95 i was 10 years old and audited computer science classes at the university my dad taught at. whoa and um that's kind of how i started programming i kind of i did it all through my teen years and and i saw what happened in the 90s with tech you know, I saw all the money that was made. I saw the bubble burst, right? And um, I was a professional musician for for many years. I toured, and um, when the when the crash in two thousand eight happened, yeah. all the gigs dried up. People stopped going out to spend money and going to concerts and stuff. And we just kind of ground to a halt all of a sudden. Like all the all the music was gone, and so I kind of fell back on programming. And uh, started working for some local businesses and eventually moved out to Silicon Valley and, and worked out there for a few years. I lived in Southern California for a while and worked for several tech companies down that way. And I got to learn a whole lot about how everything works and the business side of things and how to do like financial projection models and pitch to VCs and, and all of that stuff. Um, and it always felt very alien to me, the whole culture uh, in Web2. Um, I, I never really like clicked with it. And I always kind of wished that I had gotten to participate more in the the growth in the early nineties when people were actually like creating what is today, you know, the, the the things that we, that we use in everyday life now um, that I I never really got a chance to participate in that because I was so young and and inexperienced at the time. And so I spent most of my career just kind of like working for big corporations. I mean, I've started a few startups, but, but most of my, you know, bills have been paid from, from sitting at a desk for, for a, a big corporation and building stuff that benefits big corporations, right. And, and concentrates wealth and, and, you know, makes people unemployed and, and it always just felt really weird. And so, you know, getting into web three, I, I see it as an opportunity to, to build new things and to come up with new ideas and to create the future as, as cliche as that sounds, um, but there's, I mean, the, the last opportunity, like this was 30 years ago. And so just being able to sort of inject myself into that process in whatever way and whatever contributions that I might be able to provide to the space um, 
that's really what gets me the most excited more than anything, you know? Uh, I mean, I definitely want to create the story and I definitely want to, you know, make some cash along the way. That would be cool. But um, what really drives me is creating new things that no one's ever seen and seeing how those play out in the real world. You know, Um, PVM may not be the coolest minting strategy ever, but I would love to see another project implement a variation of it that makes it even better. Um, and then see their community benefit from the organic growth that it provides, you know, um, because that's the kind of thing, like just how we love our community and how it's growing and, and what it's becoming. Um, I want to see more communities like that in the space that are less toxic and that, you know, or, or, or yeah. tighter, you know? Yeah, for um, sure. So I don't know. Does that answer your question? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, no, that, that's, that's it. Yeah. I was just, I was curious cause, uh, when yeah when i went i was like there's really you know there's not a whole lot here so it made me think like what what interested you in that there i mean not there wasn't a whole lot it wasn't a whole lot in in terms of like big tech or stuff like that so mm-hmm. no that that's really cool that is that's really cool and that's a that's a wealth of experience that you know between you and and lewis you guys have that's that's a ton and i the project sounds like it's going to be in in real good hands uh, from now until forever. So we hope so. We we're going to so. do our best, man. That's, uh, we're going to do our pressure, best. pressure, pressure, pressure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's dude. That's the one thing that I hate the most about this space is like, I just want to tell everybody everything. Cause I'm so excited, but mm-hmm. I can't, you know, so people yeah. ask questions and I have to like choose my words very carefully. Cause I don't want to make a promise we can't keep, but yeah, at the same time, I just exactly. want to spill the beans to everybody that wants to talk about it because it's so exciting. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and also goes to all the projects that we're putting out. Every, everything that we're putting out in the order that we're putting it out has a strategic purpose, you know, towards yeah. a long-term goal. You know, everything's an individual project, but always going towards that long-term, you know? So you know, in, in, in my experience, uh, you know, it's, it's always better to uh, not give like timelines. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. You know, somebody's like, know oh, that. no, you yeah. know, like, yeah, no, it's just better you know, here you go. This happened. Enjoy it. <laughs> Especially. Yeah. We have personal experience with that major time with, with the, uh, yeah, maybe I, whatever verge, we know how people reacted, you know, to, <laughs> to yeah. saying, Oh, Wraith. It, oh, it's an hour late. Ah, everybody I remember that. Yeah. I remember yeah. that. Yeah. It, it's like, it, this is the thing, man. Was that like 2017. Yeah. 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 Yep. 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 It's it funny. Like, what, it's four like four hours, six hours late. Whatever. Yeah, Everybody's yeah. losing their shit. And it's like everyone goes way, crazy. So you know. <laughs> yeah. But it's like anyway. it's a team of volunteers, guys. <laughs> like, yeah. it, it's funny to see those visceral reactions to, you know, being like, OK, it's going to be out or giving yourself timelines and then you miss it by like an hour and a half, two hours, six hours, whatever. It's still the same day. You have to realize you're working with volunteers. But, you know, we also have to realize that once we say a deadline that it's like, that's what people are, are yeah. kind of expecting. So yeah, people will hate you for it, but you know, let's not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just, you know, don't think it's good. Yeah. I mean, you know, so much of this space is about the semantics of what you put out, you know, mm-hmm. like when we did the, the fully dilated mint, like we came out right from the beginning and we were like, Hey guys, let's do an experiment. We have no fucking clue how this is going to turn out. (laughs) And and that was in our announcement. Like, this is an experiment. Like, we're doing something new. This could totally blow up in our face. And it didn't, thankfully. But everybody kind of knew from the beginning, like, nobody knows how it's going to turn out. Nobody knows how long this is going to take. Yeah. You know, we might mint five of these things and it just like dies. 
and nobody pass, passes them off to anybody else. Um, I mean, thousands of dollars in gas went into minting that project. And, you know, it was just kind of a surprise to, to us that it worked, <laughs> you know, like we, it worked in the <laughs> models, right. But the models don't tell you anything about real life. Models right. can't tell you like how many friends yeah. somebody has or what their, what their yeah. capacity is. There's always a passes. variable, man. Something that sneaks in there, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, definitely. Well, Murphy's law, right. You know, always. So it's the same thing going into the big bang. Like, like I said, we're introducing a brand new mechanic and, I mean, the models make it look really good. Yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah. So, <laughs> should um, be interesting. Yeah, I, every time every time we run them, we're like, okay, this is this is going to work. But then you know you have to be real and go, man, you, there's so much unexpected stuff. Like when we in the middle of PVM in, in the middle of, middle of fully dilated mint, when all the stuff started going down with with uh, Terra and Luna and Coinbase. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, god. That they were going to like go bankrupt or something and like people <laughs> freaking out and gas was spiked so high and the whole mint hedged on gas being low yep. yeah because you had sure. to pass them around so and it stalled for a couple of days and we're like oh, just ground to a halt <laughs> <laughs> we're like that's yeah, it guys <laughs> you know that's that's gonna yeah, we're not gonna come back from this i don't think but we did yeah. you know and everybody got hyped well, that, it's, i will never know. financially that's... recover from this <laughs> <laughs> i was sitting there waiting man i kept checking gas and i'm like i am not sending this i don't know what the hell people dude me either yeah <laughs> dude it was so dumb high it was like I was like, what's happening to the market? Oh yeah. my God. It scared me. I was looking at I was looking at my Coinbase wallet and it was like trying to oh I went to Uniswap. I'm sorry, I went to Uniswap and I'm like, what is happening? Why is why is the world burning? And then I went to yeah. Twitter and found out. And you're like, oh okay. but this is exactly why the, here. Yeah. This is exactly why the future is multi-chain. Yeah. yeah. Oh, right? for sure. A lot of people Absolutely. say it, but like no, no single chain is ever gonna be able to support in the entirety all of, of all yeah. global commerce at once. Yeah. Yeah. No way. Yep. Yeah. That's, that's clear. It was, yeah. What happened? We never with, say with never, Terra? but yeah. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Maybe somebody invents something amazing, you know? Um, I know Cadden is working on some cool stuff. Alex told me with like charting and stuff like that, but like, you know, right now everyone is focused on, on Ethereum. That's like what you use to swap to other chains and you wrap the stuff, you know, it's like, that's what you would do. And then to see it, fail so miserably it's like yeah i i don't know if we can have one i mean that's just how it is now you know and this well, is early in the game but you know, ethereum was the idea you know it, it whatever here you go this is it now you're gonna have you know that evolution and whether it can keep up you know i think august now they're saying like like whatever their new shit's coming out but i've been hearing that for a while but the merge isn't, <laughs> yeah. supposed, to, the merge isn't supposed to affect gas prices they're saying uh, no no so it's it's womp it's womp. uh yeah because they want to do layer two like roll-ups after the merge and then that's when gas is supposed to get cheap mm. but when does that happen we don't know yeah, because we're waiting uh, on august that's right. yeah that's right and then he already pushed this back this is like the this is already like another delay oh I like five was- or six times it's uh, you know they say they say the merge is this mythical event that's always three months away yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's right. i've been waiting for it for like a year now it feels like i think it has been a year at least, yeah. Yeah. Timelines. Uh, yeah. yeah. And, but look, look at this guy. Everybody's still using his his chain, and you know he's still wearing yeah. fanny packs, and just it is yeah. what it is. So uh, yeah, I uh, like what we we're saying. I I don't think there's going to be one chain to do it. Terra w- was 
I, I, I don't know how many, was it a trillion dollar um, oh. like loss apparently now between everything, the hundreds of billions, and then he's getting sued for millions and then investors can't get out like billions of dollars. And it's like all that stress on the one chain, you have all these people and then you have the, the actual like whales of it, these corporations who are doing like uh, lending platforms and stuff like Celsius and BlockFi and all that kind of stuff who are using it too. And yeah, there's no way. There's no way there's going to well, be. I think it's, in, I think it's almost impossible to peg anything to a dollar. A dollar is yeah. not even pegged at a dollar. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like it's, it's this idea that, oh, in this super volatile space, we're going to have some sort of safety net. I think it's kind of wishful thinking. Yeah. And now they sound insensitive to everyone who lost out on it. But I mean, it's like you, you just, it's all an experiment. Yeah. Right. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone's learning. You know, I, I don't. And I know I don't think any of us here want to call Quan like a, a scammer or anything or a Ponzi scheme artist. You know, maybe his attentions were good. You never know. Um, it, it's it, like you said, it's an experiment, it, even with, you know, doctors and things like that. It's like they call them that when you're a patient, you know, you're under their practice, like they're practicing doctors. That's how it is with anything. There, it's practice, you know, it's, it's not a perfect science. We don't, you know, know how these, these chains are going to grow and expand and how the, how people are going to change and how the market's going to change and stuff. It's, it's practice. It, it is what it is. So, you know, it's still the wild west, man. It, it, it also is. means, yeah. it also means that there's sometimes pleasant surprises. Yes, yeah. that's true too. That's true too. Speaking of surprises. I, I I was thinking of some questions for you and for you and Lewis. I'm going to gauge whether or not you guys are yourselves aliens. Okay, okay. Need to, we need to know. We are <laughs> done. No okay, no comment. Pineapple <laughs> on pizza? Yes or no? Up until age fourteen. No. Up until age okay. fourteen, when I cooked one with the pineapple on it in the oven. <laughs> oh, ever again after that. Like an actual pine, like a whole pineapple or did no. you like, okay, you sliced. Okay. No, like I, I, I had it sliced up, but I put the pineapple on the pizza and then I cooked it Ooh. and you're supposed to put the pineapple on after. And let me tell you, I have never had something that tastes so exactly like vomit in my life. <laughs> 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 but I used to love pineapple on pizza. But that might ruin it. Well, I don't know. I'm a purist, man. I just like cheese pizza. That's okay. It. That's All right. <laughs> so, okay. So you were an alien until you, you tried it yourself and then you were, you're fine. Maybe so, I'm just a bad cook. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So we can confirm Lewis is from planet earth. Brandon is still, we're still up in the air because he attempted <laughs> it. He attempted it. Uh, okay. Let's see. Do you say this is it's probably something you guys don't say because of where you're from but you say equator or equator oh i say equator okay yeah yeah i would say equator okay like with, with an a at the beginning <laughs> all right equator I'm, I'm originally from south georgia not vermont so no that's <laughs> that sounds about right that sounds about right okay we're good so they've passed the test dreamers. They've passed the test. They are both <laughs> we're humans. Yeah. We're they're humans. They're humans. No, uh, no Zuckerberg guys. I, as far uh, as I know, if they, 
if they uh, don't like pineapple on pizza, they they probably blink too. So did you see not... Zuckerberg's eyes change in the conference when he was in front of Congress, man? It's crazy. Dude, I, I watched on, him. I saw not it on YouTube. Blink. Did you, his true. eyes really change? Oh, it's got to be true. It's on YouTube. What do you mean, like glowing? No. Or something? <laughs> like, it was like it was like a lizard eyes. I was like, oh man, he's one of the lizard people. <laughs> let me let me tell you something, Louis. It's there's true. This program, there's this program called After Effects <laughs> that people use to do video editing and stuff with. Listen. I don't need your Snopes, you know, fact checking. <laughs> All right, crap right now. I saw it on YouTube and I believe it. That's, that's it real. It happened. Fine. I'm going to stick to it. <laughs> so now we know the inspiration for the blink list. Yeah. <laughs> Just YouTube habits. Oh, God. Yeah, that's that's funny. I think, yeah, he's 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 not of this earth for sure. It's weird not to blink. You know who else didn't blink? Elizabeth Holmes. Okay. I would watch interviews with this woman before the whole Theranos thing uh, got blown up and she did not blink like and she kind of looks like Zuckerberg a little bit. So mm. maybe they like mm. you never know. There, mm. there could be a connection. That's some there hollow earth be. theory right there, bro. <laughs> you know like that's, we can go. We can go down this. This whole Same line. Of we have uh, we have the Flat Planet Society shirts for sale in our merch store. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we do actually. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> Oh jeez, I would hate to see the people that come up to me and like high five me over a shirt like that, not oh, knowing. They, and they're out there, bro. They're out yeah, there. Bro. The truth is out there. Bro. <laughs> You're out there, man. You know. <laughs> you know. And they get all scientific about it too, man. Like it gets deep, bro. <laughs> like so deep. There's there's one guy speaking of flat Earth. R.I.P. to this gentleman. But he would he would build his own. I don't know if you heard of this. He would build his own rockets. He was smart enough to build his own rockets, right? And launch himself into the air so he could say the yeah. earth is flat, like without seeing the curvature. And the parachute didn't work one day on one of these launches and he died. Gravity uh, so, is a bitch. Yeah. It is a bitch. RIP, <laughs> but my God, why are you doing this? <laughs> what no, you I mean, A for effort, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, hey, you were smart enough to build your own like mini rockets and launch yourself, you know, hundreds and hundreds of feet in the air. So that is dedication, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I wonder when before the right before the parachute didn't work, though, I wonder what was going through his head when he saw that it was round. <laughs> maybe, maybe that's what happened. Maybe he saw it was round and was oh, like, I can't live with myself anymore. That's yeah. true. Yeah, and he yeah. didn't pull the chute. Yeah. I can't go back to this round earth yeah. or yeah. or this is what happened. All right. The government found out that he was doing this, sabotaged the parachute, <laughs> because when he went up, he actually saw that it is flat and that he had to come back and prove it. So, you know, he fell off the edge and that you was know it. What? He just that. I think that's more plausible. That sounds more plausible. It does. That <laughs> is based in science. Fact, guys. That's Thank facts. You. We science. do our own research over here, you know, so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hundred percent true. So, uh, you can join our website, subscribe, uh, flat earth is real. <laughs> org. Com. Net and .io. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> .io. Yeah. And, uh, you'll have more fantastic stuff. Oh, speaking of conspiracy theories, <laughs> lastly, and I'll get off this topic. A friend of mine's bud made this Star Wars is real like website, I guess. And um, he would like take these old photos of like, you know, Kennedy's assassination or like, you know, uh, World War II, like Zeppelins and stuff. 
getting shot down and he would put like the millennium Falcon in, in that picture, or he'd put Boba Fett in another picture. Right. And his site, he did it as a joke, but the site took off. The yep. site took off. He got interviewed by the local news. Like what, why do you believe star Wars? How did you come across these photos and this evidence? <laughs> like what's, what's your belief based on? And he like got written into this book and like this whole news article. And he did this completely as a joke, but he has people on his comment section that really believe that it happened. It's like, I can like, attest. Oh to this. my God. <laughs> this I can is attest so- to this. So we're actually, we're coming out with a collection next month or sorry, not next month, July. Um, and the artist from the collection is the George's Jaunty. He's doing the Mandalorian comic books right now. Oh, cool. So, you know, we got the insider knowledge that says this is all in fact, based on a true story. <laughs> gotcha. Just to put that to rest. So you guys, yeah. that. <laughs> that was so good. <laughs> oh oh yeah. my God. That's yeah, good. Full circle, man. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> i've really i've really enjoyed this this conversation same this here man. fantastic i love that we can plug the project when we talk about conspiracy theories yeah yeah <laughs> oh that's perfect listen if we ever come back we should talk about the whole uh mcdonald's conspiracy theory which is one of my favorites about the, the ice, ice cream, cream machine yeah oh, oh yeah. yeah it's one of my favorites you know oh for sure <laughs> we could yeah. do a whole podcast on conspiracy theories we could oh, bro there's maybe a lot have, of maybe maybe have the first blink list uh meet up up in the, the antarctica circle there oh yeah people. no oh, it's yeah. just storm area 51 yeah, oh, yeah. Oh, there we go that's great has it yeah, all of us will make it don't worry we'll make it across the line <laughs> we're all we'll naruto make- run all <laughs> the right. way through yeah all of with- us will survive don't worry <laughs> yeah with our blinkless merch we'll go yeah, oh i'll God. go buy some i'll go buy some blinkless merch and that will allow me through for yeah. sure they don't mess i with come blink, from yeah. planet's new cornea that's right. <laughs> Bangs. <Please. laughs> I would like to go back home, please. But yeah, that that would be great. That'd be great. This was this yeah. was fun. This was a really fun. Yeah, one, thank guys. you for having us so much. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm really excited to see what you guys do with the project. Like, it's uh, your your couple of hilarious dudes. I'm really really excited to have you guys back uh, sometime then. And we can, you know, talk more about the project after you do, um, excuse me, after you do your launch and everything gets, you know, squared away with the the planets and the big bang gets, you know, set and you're able to talk about it more. Once that happens, we'll definitely be able to, to have you back. And um, I think there'll be a lot of people that are very, very interested in what you guys are, are doing and uh, hopefully more, tune in and listen because you know that's what uh this podcast is about you know you guys are going and doing your 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 thing in the space you had a dream and you made it a reality and that's what i like uh, about uh this having this podcast and then having people on who are accomplishing that so yeah you guys are welcome back anytime man awesome Awesome, thank you thank you very much yep and and thanks always to major tom for um having uh vet like in find super cool people who are doing good things and who are super genuine so i always appreciate that man thank you so much yeah no problem bro um go check these guys out for uh genesis right now i think when i checked last time was 0. 0.006 uh fully dialed for now, for now. yeah <laughs> Get 2024 yeah. it's 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 gonna be uh 
six uh zero zero point zero zero so yeah yeah, man. yeah. get in while you can yeah know. awesome not financial oh. advice <laughs> yeah and not nfa we always say nfa but but do it though but yeah, yeah you have to do <laughs> just do it just regular life advice <laughs> yeah the, yeah it's regular life but that we're certified in <laughs> that we are certified in so um i know you guys both plugged your your socials again or at the beginning but you just want to plug it at the at this point, just for people to remember, maybe they don't remember from the start, so they can look you up, look you up on Discord, your project, where to find all that good stuff. Yeah, so you can find the Blinkless on Twitter at, at the Blinkless, spelled just like it sounds, and um, I'm at Digital Chemical with a K instead of a CH in the middle. Um, yeah, and I'm at El Gallo, like 2045, I think it is. You know, living yeah. in the future. Yeah, right. Yeah. You know, but still like sleeping in the past, you know, (laughs) (laughs) when you can. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. So, yeah, guys, thank you for listening to another episode of Dreamers of the Day podcast. I will put all of their information in the description below. So um, follow them, retweet, uh, join the conversation, join the discord, and we'll have you back for another episode. Thank you guys for listening. Peace. Peace.